let's see. Something that actually piqued my interest because this is something I wanted to talk to you because since you are a house DJ, there's this certain things that I've talked about in the in the show a couple of times. And I put out my statements out of that. Um, one of them is, let's just say that, you know, you're working on music and you got certain projects that you want to work on. But at the same time, you're kind of exhausted or you got a writer's block and you want to do and you just want to go out. But at the same time, you got that mentality. It's like, man, if I go out, I'll be spending time and I could use that time to produce. Now, what is your opinion? Or no, scratch that. What's not your opinion? What would you rather do in your case? Like, should you go out and keep, you know, have a fresh start or you stay and produce? Um, I just produce every day for, well, Monday through Friday for two hours. Mm-hmm. And I don't do anything. I don't, I don't let myself produce more than that. Okay. So, that's actually a pretty, that's, that's very effective. Yeah. It's easy for me to hang out because all I got to do is two hours every day. And I, probably make one or two new songs every week and I, even if i'm in the middle of making something really good when those two hours are up i'm done i stop do you actually believe in writer's block no <laughs> so do you think that's a myth you think i get it i the thing is this is what happens so okay i joke about this on twitter just because like i'm an asshole mm-hmm. welcome but... to the club <laughs> assholes there forever yeah, hell yeah. I have on my phone written down every idea that comes to my head, I write it down in my notes mm-hmm. so that I don't forget it. So it's so stacked with ideas that I will never run out. There's no way I will ever run out. But the only thing that I say would happen to me is I look at my, all my ideas and I'm just like, I do want to make a song like this, but I just don't feel like doing that right now. So I'll go and splice. And I'll look through all the samples that I've recently liked. Mm. And that will immediately, that could spark something with just one sample. Or I go to my songs that I've liked on Spotify or SoundCloud and I find a song that I like and I just get it and I try to make it. Like I'll, I'll make a copy of the same exact structure, but with my sounds, other vocals. And then that will spark an idea and then I'm gone. And like those days mm. where I don't know which idea I should do, they're hard and I could struggle, but I see, I say this, that I'd, I'd rather struggle today than tomorrow. If I put it off, like it's, it's not going to go away. And when I bust through that struggle and I come out the end of the day with a good idea started, it feels amazing. That's good. That's it's very- like, you don't want to work out and you go to the gym and you have a good day in the gym and you leave feeling like really good. I like that answer. I really do. So I'm, but it's, I was, hold on, I was going to say this, like, it's the same with social media. Like I don't have a choice. I have to do this. Like I have to get it done. So I can't just take a break, bro. Like I'm not where I want to be. And do you feel pressured with all this? Mm, like, do I you feel pressure on myself? Do you feel like you're getting to the point in which producing is becoming a job and not something that you enjoy? I never started producing because I love it. I just did it because I had to to mm. DJ and the stages that I want to DJ on. And then over time, I've started to. Be, I've over time, I love it more and more. <laughs> like 
I definitely, I can't say that I don't love it. So it, I don't feel like it ever feel like a job for me. Even when I've made songs for other people, like to ghost produce, I still enjoy it. It's kind of like more fun when I know that I'm just doing this for a check. <laughs> it's like, especially when it's not for myself, it's like, uh, I have like less second thoughts. I just do it. Mm. I know it's not for, enough, for my, not for me, but let's say my own tracks, I don't feel pressure to make new songs because I have so many that nobody's heard yet. Mm. So I'm so, super confident in that. Like, there's nobody that I know that could <laughs> that has that many. And if there is, they've definitely been making music longer than me. I could tell you a few artists who has. And I'm up. I'm up for that challenge. Um, how how many songs this you have so far? That's like right now under your belt that nobody's listened. Seventy five in right. four years. Not bad. You're And I release a song every single month. Okay. <laughs> you beat me by 25 songs, 25 <laughs> projects. But I'll, I'll give you a It's because I, I have to finish them. I have to finish it. Yeah. The, I tell I, myself that. Well, can you give that same advice to Chavalo? <laughs> I tell him, I, bro, I tell him that you think too much. Like, you're so much better a producer than me. Like, you're thinking way too hard. That's Like I'm blessed with that ability because like bro, I just don't think like I just don't care that much about little things. Mm. Like there you do have to care about little things, but I just don't second guess my stuff, I guess. See, that was one of the problems that that me and Chavalo always face is like some I mean Chavalo faces a whole lot more because he feels like he's not good enough, in which that's bullshit. Like this guy, he should be right now touring right now. Like this guy should be doing mentorship with others like the, the talent that chavalo has is unbelievable it's like like oh, what i said about you like you guys know so much about music production <laughs> yeah i'll tell you but uh, he's very very good but he gets that self-doubt of his you know right it's bro confidence is everything i'm like You got to be like delusional too, but not too delusional. I feel it's because like sometimes it, because we're so, we're so meticulous with our songs. The, yeah. We, we think of quality, of quality, not quantity. And we want to yeah. make the best out of it. And, you know, and because we're tech boys, we, we're very, very detailed on our songs, like the minimalist things. Like I, I send Kevin and Chavalo some songs that I, I started making like a week or two. And then, and it's by far one of the bitch shit I've ever done so far. And I know I can send it to those guys because I know Kevin could give me the perspective of an outsider as a fan. Right. And Chavalo could give me the perspective of a tech producer, you know, yeah. that he can actually give me like both of them can give me a good critique in which Kevin can say, Yo, this song is fire, you know? It's like, all right, cool. And Chavara could be like, yo, it's fire, but you need to lower the, the EQ on this. This this section, it feels like it, it's smashed, it's squishy. You need to let it breathe. You need to make it more dynamic. All that shabang bang stuff, you know? Yeah, I almost like don't want any feedback from anybody because I just, <laughs> it makes me think that, it makes me think less of a song that I already love so much. But feedback, has helped me big time on songs that I've had. Bro. But sometimes I ask, like, so, let's say I have something right mm -hmm. and I have a problem with a one specific part of a song. I send somebody, I'm like, only tell me about this part that I'm talking, I'm asking you about. Because then if they tell me, I don't know about this vocal here, I'll start second guessing it. And I'm like, damn, 
and somebody else can love it. Somebody else can love it. And but that's where we fall in into the part that, you know, oh shit, I might actually change this, you know, because if it sounds like shit to his ears, then I don't want it to make it sound shit to in other people's ears, you know. I have a song coming out next month. And when I sent it to like a respected house artist, mm-hmm. he said that I should take the vocal out of the drop. And that's like the favorite part of the song to everybody else. I didn't take it out because I'm like, nah, that's I just didn't. I was like, I don't really care what you have to say about that. <laughs> I'm not taking it out. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. I guess it's, it all depends because, and you know what? Nitty Gritty had that same problem. I remember when Crack, you know how... Yeah. You know how crack is good, bro. That shit was yeah. that's level. Originally, it was supposed to be released on an EP with Never Say Die. One one of the biggest dubstep labels in the world. And they said no. They say they love it, but they want to change a lot about it. Yeah. I told Ricky, he's like, yo, they're nuts if they say no to the song because some boy is playing it. So-and-so is playing it. Fucking Skrillex is playing it. Like, this song is nuts. Like, it's a banger. These guys didn't want to change everything. So it wasn't until later on that I found out that Tiesto released the song on his label. I don't even think I remember that. That's crazy. That was wild for a house DJ to come over and say, oh, I'll release it. And releases a dub set. And Tiesto played it in one of his shows. (laughs) Bro. That's where where you you come in. Bro. That's better than Never Say Die to me. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Fucking Tiesto playing my <laughs> song, a dubstep song in the middle of his set and release on his label. Fuck yeah, bro. That's badass. Yeah, no. But that the, but that's that's when, you know, sometimes when you believe that the song is actually way better than you think, then yeah, you go for it. You push for it. But, but then when you get those feedback, you that's why it's <sighs> It's very hard. You only send it to certain people that you know that. For balance. I've bro. had, yeah, I've had people tell me, hey, you should switch this song for another type of song. And I did it. And when I play it and I, that part comes up, people love it. That worked. The best way to test it out is when you're playing on live and see how, how the people's reaction is. Like play it with the, with the whole song as you started and play it later with, with, with the older changes and whatnot. Yeah. Best reaction that you can tell because you can tell whether the people like it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I want to go to this little conundrum because I don't know how how it is in your perspective or as a house house um producers, but this is actually very important for us bass producers. Sound designing for you guys is it a a luxury or a necessity? Luxury. It is. Yeah, the guys that in house, like, bro, you could, you don't need a sound design. I mean, but when I've seen dubstep producers make house tracks, so good. It's like the sounds are so full and it's like so strong. It's different. It's like a different kind of house. Mm-hmm. It's like big. Um, but I feel like house, house is like traditional house is very like sample driven, like mm. getting a sample, doing what, what you can with it. Like it's just, fun very it's all about the groove making bass lines with toms or anything like it's very like uh like i, I always say like i i produce like i have like a ghetto way of producing like i i do things i would like working with like audio samples more than like with serum and stuff like that but i do think you need to know how to do it like you pretty much using serum or silent in every project like because let's say um flipping through like these one shots or something and I'm not really finding what I want 
for this kind of bass for this house song, mm. then you gotta you gotta open Serum and do it yourself. Mm. And I have like just like saved a bunch of sounds that I've already made, learned how to uh, make from YouTube, and have them there forever. So you, so for you, you 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 can just use the same preset and just change little thing and you know let over and over. I mean, uh, little by little, I build more and more presets mm-hmm. um, and things like that. But I honestly did not care how it comes out. Like I say, like, I don't, it's fun when you're learning how to make new sounds. Cause like, I feel like I'm more like proud of it when I made it myself. But at the same time, all I want is like the result. Like I want this song, a good song. And I don't care to like make something that is like, whoa, like how did he make that sound? I mean, pretty much every song has been made already. Right. And in dubstep, I can see it's it's a lot different. It's a different culture. It's I mean, we're design driven, bro, because most of the time you right. don't want to sound like this so and so. So you need to sound something right. different. And you know, that's where the creativity comes. And that's when you start, you know, competing with each other, you know. So okay, I can agree with you for that. Sound design is a luxury for for house people and for bass is a necessity because you guys, it, it's like you said, you guys is very simple. You just need the toms and the grooves and shit and just a simple bass line. It's all about the groove. Yeah. Do you use samples? You said you use samples on Splice and then you make a song out of this? I do a lot. So let's say it could be a vocal mm-hmm. or it could be a bass line, like a tech house bass line, mm-hmm. a top loop or anything, anything, a lead, like a lead shot, something <laughs> There's so much like to be inspired by. That's why I say when people say that they're in a writer's block, I'm like, just go through splice and look through samples and you're going to like get an idea sparked. I've even gotten ideas for house going through uh, dubstep packs. Mm-hmm. They have really good like bass sounds. Like a, a disciple puts out really good packs. Disciple is the shit, bro. Shout out to my people. It's next level. I got both mode steps um sample packs and I just recently got the sample flyer and Elim- eliminate just for this one and it's really good. And using those for house, it's like I know not that Oh I'm my god, nobody would respect it. Nobody will be like, what the fuck is this? And everybody's like, oh shit, oh shit. And I I just get like this loop and I chop this and I use that as a baseline. Like it's it's awesome. Do you use others? Plugins besides Serum? As far as like synths go? As or far just as like effects? Like for synths, basses, like sound designing overall, like stuff like that. Only Serum and Silent. Okay. And pretty soon here, I'm going to get uh, Spire. Mm, Spire is fire. Um, yeah, because I, I don't know if you saw it, but I was like picked to be in like this 10-week producer show mentoring ship program thing mm. with thomas gold that oh. they, like document him working on a, one of my tracks and it's set up with like um ozone advanced they're giving us ozone advanced for free aspire and a couple other plugins to use and we're gonna work on a song for 10 weeks so that's gonna be fire that's fire. I have, <laughs> ozone is actually pretty good for mid I've always wanted it. Ozone, I can tell you what Ozone, you can pretty much master with Ozone. Mastering yeah, I, with Ozone? My master is stupid right now. Like, it's the only thing I, I put on my master is um, I put a Camel Crusher and I put it on the Subto Master preset mm-hmm. and then I play with the volume. And then I put a, obviously an EQ 
to cut out like 20 hertz. Mm-hmm. I put a plugin called Fresh Air that is super good. You put it on and you put it on a preset called Mix Bus Polish, and you play with the you play with the mix like how strong it's yeah. gonna go, and it like it's like a dynamic EQ kind of thing, and it like boosts. It makes it like I can't even explain it. Like it's like it like kind of like boosts the highs. Like it, it just makes it more clear. And that's all I put on my master. But when I get Ozone, I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> oh, Ozone's gonna be amazing, bro. Tell I'm um, trust me. It, when it comes to mix and mastering, bro, Ozone's the shit. Normally, normally when I mix, I I use Ableton stop plugins because to me, like I don't really need third party plugins. Like they don't. Yeah, I've used a uh, Maximus, which is the FL Studio yeah. stock plugin, also. It's a compressor. Right. It's like they're they're good enough for me. If there's anything outside for mixing mastering, that's actually pretty good. I guess Fat Filter. Bro, Fat Filter it's is all definitely. About the mix. Yeah. It's all about the mix. <laughs> but if you know how to do it with the stock plugins, you really don't need to spend money on these other stuff, you know? That's how that's yeah. how I learned how to mix and master. And that's where later on yeah. I learned how to master with Ozone. And then, you know, it's like, all right, if I I this is all I need. That's it. Like I don't need anything yeah. else. I couldn't afford serum or anything like that before. So I would just use the stock plugins on FL Studio. Bro, what happened with Splice? Splice does the rent to own I, thing. I don't even remember if they had that yet. Mm. But <laughs> let me ask you this: uh, Do you resample at all, like uh, from an existing song? From an existing sample, sound, anything? Like, do you resample? Do you know, or do you, do you know what resample is? Like, let's say if I wanted to get a kick from a Dead Mouse song and I use it on my song. No, that'll be like basically copy paste. Well, it's just a kick. Like, it's like sampling it. Well, you're sampling in it, but that's still it's illegal. But it's not illegal. It, like you can, like I can have Skrillex's kick on my songs. Like it's it's out there, you know. It's not it's not it's not gonna be a, a EDM police out there to say, oh my god, you use Skrillex's, you're you're fake. I mean, yeah, no. Well, what I, do you mean then? Resample the definition of resample. Oh, like like you make something with a VST and then you bounce it to audio. That's Flatten that space. That well, actually, yeah, you can actually use that term as well. Let's say, let's just say that you do something crazy, um, zero, on, and then you just basically record it on a different track, and then you got the waveform of that. That that also use of resample is that let's just say that you got yourself a a bass loop, a nice looking yeah. bass loop. The bass loop is dope. But you don't want to sound like you got this from Splice or got this from some yeah, source, yeah. you know? So what you do is you start adding effects, like start adding some shit yeah, effects. Yeah. And That's then, exactly what I do. And then you just record it underneath. Like the, the, the sound, the same thing. Only the difference is that it doesn't no longer sound the same as its original thing. It's, yeah. It got completely destroyed. That's resampling. Okay, yeah. I've done it a couple of times. It really just depends. Like if there is there's some, I've only had to do it because I didn't know how to like the the sample was in a certain key, mm-hmm. and it was easier for me to just remake it in the right key than on Serum than it was to like chop it and do whatever. Um, but most of the time, I don't care. Like if it sounds good, it sounds good. But at some point, you gotta make sure that like you're not making something 
that somebody else could easily make if they find the same samples. That's where I always tell people is like, you know, I get that the sample is dope and it, and it makes sense, but you don't want to sound like you actually just slap them and call it a day. So yeah. you just go resample it. And one of the things I always encourage people, and this is something that I also do because this is something that I just recently do on my new projects. I make the sound. I said I created the sound that I like. All right, this is the sound for my drop. I literally slap the VST um, portal. This is something that you should get. Even for a, for a house DJ, this is something you should get. Portal. And what I did is basically I slapped portal on it and I just used portals presets. Nothing crazy. And yeah. before you know it, my original sound sounded completely different. It sounded even better and wider and crazier and glitchier. So I basically multiplied the track like eight times until I yeah. actually got like eight different waveforms. Out of those eight different waveforms, I basically chopped them into make my drop. And before you know it, I have a gnarliest drop. All because I did that one sound and that one in portal and just fuck with it so many times. And it sounds cool, he says. It may sound like it's different sounds, but it all came yeah. down for that one sound because all I did was just portal and switching some of the presets and just make shit out of it. Weird stuff. This is something I highly recommend for you and for everyone else. Well, if you like a sample and you want to resample it, just use Portal. That makes your life a whole lot easier. And it makes it very quick to make a dope, groovy sound. I kid you not. And do any of you do that, I swear, your sound is going to be so unique and original. Because you basically destroy its original sound yeah. and make it into a new one. So that's definitely something I highly recommend for everyone. I'm definitely going to check that out. Portal. I think I think it's by the same people who did... Um, oh, it's by Output. Yeah. Arcade Output. Yeah. I think it's... I don't know how, how much was it. I know I paid $100 for it. But it was the best $100 I've ever spent in my life. Yeah, that's not bad. Bro, I tell you, it's an investment. It's an investment. And once you look at it, Portal, you're never want to stop doing working on it, bro. Like you literally want to, all right, make us make a simple sound. All right, time to slap Portal. Start making some glitchy shit, some weird shit. Oh my God. I got like eight different eight forms. I got my drop and it's all original, all original. Right. I can even slap a, a one of the disciples sample pads. They're ba like a sample fire or eliminate stuff. I swear, I'll put that eliminate bar right there in my drop, and I put and portal. You will never know that I actually it it came from the that sample pack. Yeah, exactly. Very dope, man. So I got a few more questions. So we before we wrap this up, man. So what do you hope to accomplish right now? Live a very, very, very comfortable life making music. Very, very, <laughs> very, very hard goal. Especially in these times that we're having. Right. Do you, it won't be like this forever. It won't be this forever, but do you know that process of making, making music and touring and all that stuff? You know where the real money comes from, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you, are you prepared for that? Because it's going to be a while until that really starts to kick in. Definitely. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in it for the long run. <laughs> I respect that. Love it. So what is your greatest accomplishments to this date right now, overall? That's hard. Uh, 
I mean, that's why I ask these hard questions, man. <laughs> <laughs> I would say just the fact that the amount of big artists that I know that I know of and I've been watching over the years playing my tracks, that's like the biggest accomplishments to me when they're like, they think it's good enough to where they want to play it in their sets. So are we expecting to any new Mikey's music anytime soon? Yep. March 12th. Um, I got a big, big release called Bop that's coming out on March 12th on Terminal Underground, which is Matroda's label. And this song will probably be my biggest song. Like, speak, <laughs> on, song speak on it. Speak on it. Let's go. hundred percent. Like, it's been supported the most. Um, it's getting. Uh, it's what? It's my girlfriend's favorite song. Oh, that's this is important. the song that I told you that I sent it to a respected artist, and he's like, "I think you should take that vocal off the top of the." Oh, drop. but that's the favorite part. Everybody asks, like that vocal on top of the drop and the bass line, it's so perfect. Um, that song like made like my relationship before B even happened. Um, and like other people, like from him playing it, have I've been asking mm -hmm. me like, hey, well, where's the song? Like, where can I get it? Can you send it to me? And the reach that Matroda's label has, they send it to all the biggest artists. They use a company called Relish to send out the promo. And that reach gets you on to big like radio shows and things like that. Like, so I have high hopes for it, but I don't think I'm gonna be let down. But it's definitely like one of the best tracks I've made and one of the biggest releases I'll have. That's dope. That's dope. Well, we can't wait. We can't wait until it's released, man. It's March 12th, right? Right. That's dope, man. Um, any new shows that are expected in the near future? Um, right now, no. Everything always seems to happen at random. Um, maybe in March, but I don't want to say. I don't want to say where because then if it doesn't happen, but nah, whatever, I'll say it. That's fine. No, that's fine. You don't, you don't need to say if you don't want to. Right, if you want to, it's, it's at a club that me and you both love. Oh but. God, I already know. <laughs> I already had this discussion with Kevin. I already know. And uh, yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it'll be the right timing. Oh well. If the we'll right see. time does come, man, I hope for the best that I hope you actually get for that show, man. Um, Thank you, have you Have you ever considered of doing virtual stuff? Like virtual, a virtual, oh wait, you are doing it. You are currently uh, doing it, right? Oh, uh, like virtual sets? Yeah. I've done a couple with Space Yacht and that's it. I did my own on Instagram lives in the beginning of quarantine. It was fun. I was just getting drunk and playing songs. But uh, like official ones, I've done it with Space Yacht. Like I got a big audience. Like they've been all right. Like, I mean, I love, no, like they've been good. But I mean, it's nothing compared to everyone. That's true, bro. I highly recommend that you actually do that for Twitch, man. Right. Yeah. I, there, it wasn't on my channel. It was on theirs. But right. I did another one. Where was it? When you were trying to recommend. Oh, when I did another one with this uh, Miami company called No Boundaries. Right. Super nice setup in an apartment on Brickle. And they are now starting to do the front room at Treehouse. They did a show. They did like their own little party there. Oh, That's shoot. Dude. Super cool, dude. Him and his wife did the, did the live streams there. Super legit professional cameras, lighting, smoke, everything, bro. Super God nice. Damn. Yeah, bro. I was like, this is impressive. <laughs> well, bro, I suggest like 
capitalize those moments and have it stream on your platforms as well. Because like obviously you're screen you're streaming for their platforms, but you know, you should also yeah. take some part of that, you know? Yeah. I feel yeah, exactly. Yo, so net and and if anything, bro, do uh what you've been doing, bro. Like I see I like once every month you do it or once every two weeks. I don't know. Like whatever time you yeah. actually have. Like have I've been it posting the sets on my YouTube after it goes live. Yeah, but just just keep doing that, man, because the people love that shit, bro. People love to listen to YouTube or Twitch or or Facebook or wherever the fuck they, yeah. they can listen to all these live sets because you know like SoundCloud as well, believe it or not. SoundCloud definitely does help. Mix Cloud sometimes it helps as well. You know, like you can post all this shit because people will also listen to those platforms. So right. these, these are stuff that you know take a, take advantage of the momentum and capitalize it in in your favor you know yeah 100 yeah so we're down to the last question of the day this let's is do it. let's just say that you have a fan yeah he or she likes your shit yeah it's and wants to be an up-and-comer and yeah and it got inspired because of you right and they decided to meet you and ask you for some stuff what advice can you give to that someone who wants to start what you're been doing up to? Um, don't worry about playing shows ever. Learn, um, grow your fan base to the music. Never, ever, ever, ever stop learning. Don't worry about what what you need to start on first. Just learn something. You don't need all of the these plugins to create music that you want. You can get to that later. Get a Splice membership. I gotta even repeat it. Do not worry about playing shows. That's amazing. Yep. And I, be a good person. Don't be a piece of shit. That's it. I think that's like the most important one of them all. <laughs> just yeah. be, just humble yourself, man. Just be humble all the time. Be, yeah. be patient. And they can ask me for whatever they want. Boom. That's all you got to do, bro. Just be humble and, and be a good person, man. Don't be a piece of shit. Right. And do exactly what he says because all the stuff that he did mention has come true for many others. And I've seen it happen. It, I mean... I keep telling people, it's like, yo, like, do you want to be a the DJ promoter or do you want to be the artist? You want to you want to be the artist? Then focus on music, bro. Dedicate Best. your time. Don't worry about getting booked at these shows. It's going to come to you. It's going to come to you. It will come to you. <laughs> Guarantee, man. So, got, yo, Mikey, thank you very much for coming into the show, man. We had an interesting talk. We got, we're just going to wrap it stuff right here, you know? That's and show, bro. And appreciate it for listening to my show, man. I didn't have, I, I know I have some followers. I didn't have, I didn't know that was some of these followers were near my, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, oh, I, I've been hyped for this. Uh, appreciate it, man. You know, you're, you know, you're more than welcome to come back again to the show, man. Thank you, bro. I'll grab some. So, right, yeah, bro. man. Thank you very much. And thank you, everybody, for listening. And remember, every week it's a brand new episode with a brand new topic. So be sure to like and subscribe for your weekly episodes at the Lone Wolf Podcast for SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio, as well as the YouTube channel at LoneWolfPod.com. That's LoneWolfPod.com. You can also check me on my Twitch at Wolves and Music and every other content at Wolves and Music. Mikey, plug yourself out. What are your socials so the people can follow you? At Mikey Berenici on everything. You There you guys have it, guys. Guys, if you have something to tell us, comment down below. Let me hear your thoughts, share your experience. And next time we can talk about this certain topics for the next episode. So thank you guys for tuning in. 
And we'll see you guys at the next one. Deuces.